you are now locked into the Preach It Sis podcast, where we free the real, the struggle, and the tea on what us Christian women face. All we want to do is be better and do better. the full picture what is it it cropped it yeah yeah and it just showed yeah that some strings <laughs> so what's picture. going on here the full picture is not there it's mad would this be like preach it sis x only god can is that how like it should oh, be yeah welcome guys and merry christmas yes Today we have some Christmas treats for you. Nice. Uh, you're, you're giving them a lot. Christmas nice. treats. They're Christmas treats, isn't it? Wow. I feel objectified. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have we have some treats for you. So today we brought our special guest from Only God Can Judge Me podcast. We have some... We're going to leave the, the very fine gentlemen to introduce themselves. Oh, give them some bass. Who's going to start? <laughs> Hi, my name's Femmes. Ooh. Uncle Femmes on Twitter. Uncle Femmes on Instagram. Follow me. <laughs> it's Femmes with a Z as well. It's Femmes with a Z as well, yeah. Uncle Femmes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm Odell, everyone. Hey, pleasure to be here. At socials? Huh? Oh, socials? Really? Do we do that? <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't want oh, them out there? I mean, like... Oh, you too. I'm Odell. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hey! You are listening to the Preacher Sis podcast. Hey! And I am your guest, Ike Humble. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> Isaac. I like that. Today is not your day. I love and I, that. And I, and I, I love brought that. a team with me. <laughs> no, no, she does. You are. <laughs> yes. I like, I like that. I'm so done. Uh, welcome, guys. Thanks for coming. First question, yeah. have you listened to our podcast yet? I have. Two times. Wait, there's three episodes though. What do you mean? Mad. Hmm? Huh? <laughs> 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 um, you see what? You see? <laughs> if I speak, <laughs> if I speak, I'll be in trouble. <laughs> no, I'm giving you permission. Flo. Huh? I'm joking. You didn't I'm get joking. the joke. Oh, it's sorry. a joke. <laughs> oh, no, please. you didn't get our joke. It's a joke. No, I have listened to it. I've loved it. It's been really, really good. Even though, you know, there's been some contentious things said, I believe. But, wow. you know, it's been really good. I've enjoyed it. Hmm. What about you, Isaac? Have I listened to the podcast? Yes. <laughs> that I'm here for every time. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Guys, this is the Isaac that's always chiming no, in. No, yes. no, I have not listened and to the podcast. And giving the editor a hard time. What's going on this? Where am I? You know, Isaac was getting so much ratings from the guys for um, Ruth versus Boaz. Ugh. Um, oh, really? episodes, yeah. And my friend was like, "What? Well, you lot should have let that guy speak because he, he was actually speaking sense." And I was like, "Actually, yeah. wow. what are you trying to say? Actually speaking sense? What about us? Well, it's a guy's perspective, so mm. see so, ya, see ya. And how about you? How about you? Oh, listen! Mm. I've listened to every episode. Yes. That's Which right. was your favorite? I've enjoyed all the episodes. I think the the last one was really good. Yeah. Um, over there, yeah. I mean. 
I agreed with most points, some points. <laughs> was... What did you not agree with? Uh, oh gosh. The heresy. Let's see if it's the same point. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much in your room the and I can't. The heresy. Um... It's the same, probably the same point that Femi made. What was Femi's point? No, 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 Femi, what, what's the point? What's the point? It, come on. If I speak. <laughs> <laughs> If I speak, Guys, Femi, Femi if I speak I'll be in trouble. Yes. So, I remember I'm watching him. Femi and Rosalie. It's the final. Okay, no, but, no, I, I, so I, I, can I just no, clarify I, about? So it wasn't really a disagreement. It was more like a point of contention in terms of the idea about. Because um, I actually agreed with the point, but it was more of a wider thought process. Tell us the point. I'm Wider thought agrees, process. But he has a wider. The wider thing about um, submitting to a boyfriend rather than a husband. So even though I agree that I don't think anyone should submit to a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but I, my my wider point of contention is that we kind of like when it comes to submission, that's the one thing that we don't want to do for boyfriend and girlfriend in it. But as long as the other things aspects of marriage that we kind of enjoy in relationship, like but that but that let me not get into that one. <laughs> but um, it's a Christian relationship. But, Okay, because that, yeah. that makes a difference. <laughs> well, that should make a difference. Uh, it should, no, yeah. It should, <laughs> it should yeah. But uh, it was that, and just the idea that um, I feel like, and Isaac spoke about. We spoke about this on the Only God Can Judge Me podcast. Check it out. Oh. But um, the yeah. idea, I think, the idea of boyfriend and girlfriend in general can be quite how we kind of. And you guys spoke about it. You spoke about. There's no, I don't know if it was Kenya that said it, but there's no biblical mandate of how we're supposed to do boyfriend and girlfriend anyway. Mm-hmm. And. There's no real biblical support of boyfriend and girlfriend anyway. So these rules that we put in, like, no, nah, I'm not going to submit in boyfriend and girlfriend, but I'm going to do this. It's like, where does that even come from? Because you don't know, because it's not biblical. So that was my more my thing. So it wasn't a disagreement. I agree. I don't think you should submit to a boyfriend. Was that the same point for you, Rodan? Uh, do you know what? I can't really remember the points. I remember this list. It wasn't like I had, like, a, anything was said that was egregious, like, mm. stuff that you hear. But, um... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So no, it just generally like I feel like yeah, it would have been nice to be in the room. That's right. That's what I said. Goes to show that it was a good discussion. Yeah, it, it was. Makes you want to want to like be a part of it. So kudos to you guys, man. It's good. Happy to be here as well. Well, today actually leads nice into that right? indirectly. You're only making us money, isn't it? Hey, cheers, hey. money, girl. Money, <laughs> money, not today. Money, not money, today. girl. Well, you didn't make money today. Though. I don't understand. No, I'm mm. saying that. I'm, Do you I'm, time? I'm not ready for you. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> Only God can judge me today, please. I do tithe, tithe. actually. And I judge Christians that don't tithe. But we can move on from that. (laughs) Joe looks at me like, (laughs) this will be edited out. Yes. We're not judging Christians that don't tithe. (laughs) (laughs) Isaac does. Publicly. Um, Ironically. That's Isaac's time. That's what I'm saying. Ironically. (laughs) (laughs) Some people give smile offerings, innit? My surname's Black. What's a smile offering? What they do? What's a smile offering? That's the kind of church I need to be at. What, what, what's, that? That? what's a spell? Yeah, no, no, tell us. I want to know. No, tell us. Sorry guys, sorry guys. What's, what's, a, what's a smile offering? <laughs> when you offer up your smile to the person, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what else can it mean? <laughs> okay, anyways, um, today we're, we're slightly in, talking about, touching upon what we discussed in our previous episodes. <laughs> On the last episode we were talking about, you know, strong, independent women, oh, you exactly. know, where they know, they know what they want, they know how to get it. No, they, they want. Feel, they feel. They feel. <laughs> you know what? You, you, you need to stop. Hey, no, man. That's a different topic. Very different. But basically, yeah, like leading on from that, 
He's so shady, honestly. That's why you brought me here. That's for that controversy. Exactly. Kept him silent. You brought me up on this. I don't know why you guys can't he, just be humble. He feels free. Exactly, bro. Okay, so <laughs> leading on from that, how does a modern day Christian man fit into a, a woman's life? A woman that is like that. Like, how does she do that? And how does she? Sorry, how, does be, how does she fit into my kingdom? I don't understand. <laughs> how am I fitting into anything she's doing? So, so you're right. Are you right? Are you okay? When we brought up this topic, I was thinking about more so about the fact that we kind of look at our relationships as like we're a partnership, that we're in a partnership. So I guess in that sense, you know, the man is supporting the woman, they're supporting each other, but it's like, it's not so much that there's so much uh, emphasis on the guy needs to bring this in because it's more like the girl and the guy are making the same amount of money or similar mm. amount, you know, they're not, it's not like the guy needs to, especially in a marriage, <laughs> like there's not a lot of um, pressure on the guy to pay for everything, all the bills, maybe for some women, but just in general, that's how society, society even encourages us to be more like, this is a partnership. So I guess if the man is looking at it in that way and looking at his wife or his girl or whatever as equals, then... Well, you've kind of limited the whole um, interaction to financial. And even when I saw the question, it was kind of like, because an individual woman owns her own, earns her own, you know, some women are earning more than men, we've kind of limited it, which is quite common to do, and I think men and women are guilty of this. We've kind of limited our whole interaction into what do you bring to the table financially? Um, so I think that's where you go wrong um, at first. I think even in your last podcast as well, I think one... So it shows that I listen, and I remember. <laughs> Number one, I did listen. But, but, <laughs> but someone, um, someone brought, I can't remember who, but someone brought up the point of, or a question about how, how difficult it is to submit... <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but how difficult it is to submit if you earn more than the guy. Mm. And I think we're so we're, no. we're so used to um, kind of um, limiting the idea of leadership into what they can bring financially to a table when there's so many other aspects of leadership of what it takes to be a man mm. and a leader, a leader as a man than how much they bring to the table in terms of financially. But... I, I don't think only women are guilty of this. I think men are guilty of this. That's why you've got mm-hmm. a lot of men that are either scared of commitment or scared of the idea of leading a woman because they feel, maybe they feel inadequate or they might not go for a woman that earns more than them because they feel like, oh, I'm not going to be able to lead that woman. But it shouldn't be like that. Um, so I'm not, I'm not putting this on women at all, I think. But maybe even men do it more than women. So men are way, way more insecure about what they earn financially in terms of how they're supposed to lead another woman more than women do. But that doesn't take away the fact that it's still a problem. But also, like... <clears throat> So when you think about leadership, it's not just about even the financial aspect, as you said, but there's also, you know, just when there's a leader, there's someone, not dictating, but someone is basically, like, driving things, isn't mm-hmm. it? So in this day and age where you you have a woman, let's say, at work, she's like a VP, um, she's a, I receive it. Receive, I receive it. it. I yes. Receive it. <clears throat> at home, in your work is where you spend majority of your time at. Mm-hmm. So if that person is spending so much time at work and you're in these, you're basically in the in the capacity as a leader, obviously when you come home, um, you have to re- adjust that to your home. Mm-hmm. But do you feel that because society, you have so many women in influential places and so much women in leadership places, do you think that that Im- like impacts how the guy handles that the modern day woman 
I think at all. I mean, it's not to talk so much because I know Odo and Isaac haven't answered the question, but I do think it's quite a linear look on leadership in general. Number one, um, I think our idea of what leadership is is a ma- especially because we take it from work from the workplace, right? So mm-hmm. a VP or a president or yeah. a CEO or a boss, a manager, assistant manager, whatever it is, kind of just like dictating or delegating what you're supposed to do. But I don't think that's what le- leadership. Um, on a whole is what it's supposed to be like in a relationship or in a marriage. I think there's so much more aspects of what it means to be a leader um, than just say, oh, you do this, you do this, or I make, I, I, I dictate every single decision. I don't think that's how it's supposed to look like in a marriage. So in that example, and I guess to answer the question, in that example, that would speak to, because your initial question was, how is a man supposed to adapt? I guess it's more about how, how would a woman adapt in that case? Yes, it's, it's, it's less, all men can do is what we're supposed to do, is and that's lead. Uh, if women are unable because they have this high job or whatever it is that they have in work or whatever thing, if they do not want to or they find it harder to, um, whatever that looks like, be submissive to another man that either doesn't have as much or even at the same level but you're so used to leading others, then I guess that's something that a woman would have to deal with. Wait, so, wait, so... so- you're saying that a woman is the only person that has to deal with the fact uh, that's that she... definitely not what I said. Okay, but, but you're saying <laughs> no, it's not the woman so, that has no, to... No, no, no. So the so question... You, so you've got to ask a question about adapting. So. No, no, no. So I'm saying that the, the woman knows that at home... So I'm going to... For out, yeah. Gonna, for yeah. Out, so yeah. the woman knows that at home, she has to readjust that. So you might be a leader, not in a dictate, and not in a dictating role. Some, but I, the being a leader is you're driving things. Be it that you delegate it, or be it that you're dictating, or be it that you're outsourcing that for someone else to do it. When you come home, you have to readjust that because obviously in, in the home, the man is the leader. But do you feel that if the woman is still she, if the woman is faced with that and at home, she has to readjust. Do you think that there has to be any change from you guys? Does right. that impact you in any way? Okay. Um, I think there's a lot of things happening. Like, I think we started that conversation at probably like the end point. I think there's lots of things that undergird even the premises us. of what you're saying. Tell so, us. like, I think that generally speaking, what the world what everyone wants to pursue in the world is a sense of like independence and autonomy. And I think that that in and of itself, I think has, it, it shapes the way that we interact with one another. It shapes how we relate to one another. And what I mean by that is, <laughs> I think the way that men have used their position in terms of being leaders in society, they've like historically we've abused it. And I think because of that abuse, you have, there's been a narrative that's pushed that is like, okay, well, women need to aspire to these positions of leadership mm-hmm. in order to be seen as equal mm-hmm. because they've been treated for so for so long as lesser. Do you know what I mean? So, so when you think that? about that, like, that kind of that kind of thinking is what kind of undergirds <coughs> this whole discussion because if, if we're talking about leadership in the workplace, there's clearly a biblical mandate for what a, a marriage should look like. Mm-hmm. Um... And yes, you know, it's a word that's contentious, but submission is something that is attributed to the wife. And I guess um, in terms of submission to the husband, um, but we have to also remember the reason why you're called to do that. Like it's supposed to, marriage is supposed to be a reflection of Christ's relationship with the church. So it's not that you're just submitting, you guys spoke about it in your podcast the last time. Um, It's not that you're submitting for submitting's sake and submission doesn't look like, oh my gosh, you know, um, just do what I do whatever this guy says. Do you know what I mean? I'm just this person's slave. No, you're submitting onto you're submitting onto him. Submit onto exactly, as you submit onto the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. it's in order to show show the glory 
of of the beauty of marriage, I guess. And I think even when you're talking about like adjusting, so a woman who's in the workplace and then has to adjust, I don't think it's so much of an adjustment if you hold that context in place mm-hmm. and you realize the things that are pushing that narrative. Um, it's not re- it's you know even the way that we see marriage now. I think the reason why we have so much contention and so much divorce, one of the reasons anyway, is because everybody's trying to gain control. It's not so much seen as you know oh well. And also, like Femi was saying, I think whoever's got the more clout in terms of finances is deemed to be the most um, competent to lead. Do you know what I mean? Generally speaking, um, or at least if that's not if that is the case, then um, there's some there's there's going to be contention there. Do you know what I mean? Like oh well, the woman earns more, therefore like she should she's the more competent one to be able to lead clearly <coughs> in the workplace. But when we talk about like what the Bible says. Um, None of those attributes that we attribute to leadership is dependent on how much money you earn. So it shouldn't necessarily be a problem that you're in the workplace as a leader and you come home and there's a different... Um, in fact, it doesn't even have to necessarily look different. I'm Because I'm even thinking about it now, like what would change other than the fact that, um, quite rightly, I think Kenya was talking about it in the last part, like the, the person who bears the most responsibility in terms of decision-making would be the husband. Other than that, I don't see what the... I mean, does that negate leadership then? Like, does that mean that... Because, I mean, you could operate in the same functions. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And if you have a husband that's listening to you and is, again, doing things uh, not from a prideful place, but from a place of making the decisions that are best for you both as a family, mm-hmm. then it shouldn't really be any... I don't see why it has to necessarily be any different. I just think it's a perspective thing and you have to really talk about like, the narratives that undergird why we think like that. So I've just been thinking, um, we're talking about where does the Christian man fit into this, and I think we've spoken a lot about finances and the woman having the same job roles and opportunities as the man. But this boss chick that we're talking about, yeah, she's got money, she may have a good job, the house that she wants, the car that she wants, but as a human, you need there's more to life than just all of those things. So sometimes I question um, all these women who have all these things in the world, and they're like, I don't need a man. But actually, you do have other needs. (laughs) There are other needs that your job cannot give you. There are other needs that your car cannot give you that actually a man could suffice. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I.e., for example, love, companionship, stuff like that. Your job is not going to give that to you. Mm -hmm. And so a man is still very important within society. He's still very important within a relationship. What about those women that they are are boss chicks, they have everything, but they do want love, but it seems like they're all single. Like they're like no guy is checking for them. That they don't feel like like it's like guys are afraid to approach them mm-hmm. because of where they are. Is that do, is that not well, a so that's interesting? You know, what, so when you when you were just speaking, Kenya, it just reminded me. Femi, you remember this? So we shout out Mary actually because this is the person who said it. Mary from our podcast. Um, we were having a conversation with her a few months ago, and the question arose. <laughs> you know why? You know I know why you're laughing. You know what I'm saying. So um, the question arose like. Kind of like what you're saying. So, like, what is the in in 21st century context? What is the man's place like? Does he have what? Like, what's he used? What, what's he useful for? Yeah. You know, this girl just bust out laughing for five minutes. She didn't stop. She, she didn't like, stop. she couldn't stop laughing. And she I think stop. that's indicative of like kind of what you're saying. I think because we associate um, this this level of competency, like for instance, like women for for a number of years now, and, pro- and increasingly so, and progressively so have shown themselves to be highly competent in a myriad of things, right? And that has led to people saying, well, what is your use, guys? And I think there are guys who are genuinely 
perplexed because they are approaching a lot of these women and a lot of women have that kind of understanding. And there, are, there are a lot of people that think that way and it's like, how do you fit into that world? Like, if you feel like you, you're completely, you know, quote-unquote independent, therefore you don't need anybody, like, you know... But isn't the question, no, how do you feel like you fit into that world? So he but like, I guess it... Yeah, that's true, but again... He's saying it doesn't make any difference. It shouldn't. It shouldn't, it shouldn't yeah. make a difference. But I think the way that... Um, I think there's... Th- that, again, talking about narratives, I think that's what's p- pushed through um, society, that you can do your own. You don't need anybody else. Everybody's searching for autonomy. So why, like, you know, what what is your use? It used to, Men's role used to be defined as this quote-unquote leadership thing, and it used to be very... At the same way that we talk about it now, it was defined then. The only difference is women were... Um, they were blocked from doing a lot of those things. Mm. Now, the definition is actually the same. Yeah. But now, women are at liberty to lead in those ways that are, you know, limited in their definition. So now it's like, because of that limited definition, what is your use? I think the point is we need to expand it. But on the flip side as well, there are women that are doing these things and the perception from a guy exactly. would could be, oh, she thinks she's up here. Mm-hmm. And it, it might not be her actually exuding that I'm like this. She's just doing her own thing. And then the perception is oh she she's feeling herself she mm-hmm. thinks she can do it all by herself so she's too uppity and i'm not going to move to her or I she's think, not she's not going to be submissive to me i think i think a bigger problem and i guess i alluded to i think so when i said that it's a problem with men and women that's what i meant i think it's not just in a lot of cases yeah it could be oh she just thinks she's up herself but i yeah. think there's an insecurity in men in general like i think i think it's an issue with men because if we feel so this idea of all men provide it, when it comes to leadership, is financial provision or being the breadwinner, that is not limited to women. I think men believe that as well. It might look yeah. differently, but men believe it as well. So if I then go and meet someone that is not only earning more, like not only providing for herself, but actually can provide for herself better than I could ever provide for her, I then I feel insecure. It might not even come out that way, mm. but I could then even feel insecure. Yeah. And it might even come out and say, oh, she thinks she's up herself. Yeah. Really deep down, the root of it is I'm insecure about mm. what I can offer this girl. Yeah. So I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go for her because I don't feel like I can offer anything. So it's not. It's not like I said before. It's not a a, a woman problem. I think it's a society. It's a societal problem. I think our idea of leadership and what it means to lead or what it means to be a man <laughs> in general is so skewed and so flawed and so mm. um, that this is what happens and that's why mm. that boss chick person you can talk about can be a man might not go for that mm. because they feel like they can't there's nothing they can offer her um, well, to be honest, I think if that boss chick is a spice, um, <laughs> if I'm honest, uh, I, I don't think a spice boss chick will struggle with any men. I think. I think no, 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 I disagree. No, I disagree. Maybe struggle with the kind of men she wants. A spice boss chick is not going to struggle with men. It just won't happen. With men in general. With men in general. She did, yeah, but no, a boss chick like, is not going to want any man. Exactly. So she might cut what herself kind of man off. She, maybe she maybe might want a boss man as guys well. in a financial range. Yeah. The only time, generally, the only time Make I've heard money girls, moves. the only time I've, I've heard a lot of girls say I want a guy on my level, they're referring to financial earning power. Mm-hmm. I have never heard any girls say I want a guy on my level. I have never heard any girls say that and mean anything else other than financial earning power. You might yeah. say, here I'm specifically, I have never heard. You've never heard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I have never heard in your how many years of living? Thirty-four. I believe it though. I have never heard. No, no, it's true. The thing is, and I have heard girls say 
I want a guy on my level, and then when you ask, it comes down to financial earning power. And the fact of the matter is, as a society, we put a big emphasis on wealth, money, and power. Mm-hmm. And so, even it's, I'd say, even in the church, mm-hmm. living on planet Earth, what <laughs> do you like leadership look like? Being yeah, where you where you would expect power. a different definition, I feel like it's kind of like it's 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 a problem that's endemic throughout the whole of church. But yeah. like, it's. We just see the things like the world sees it. Do you yeah, know what exactly, I mean? We exactly, have the same yeah. approach. Yeah, we might have a different rhetoric around it. Yeah, but, yeah. but, but we've seen the, the same things. We've seen the same things um, for a large part. And so the issue really would come in is if a man is so. So the struggle for some women might be submitting to a man who you earn ten times more than. If the if let's say the woman is earning a hundred thousand k a year, yeah. Mm. Some women, and let's say it meets a guy who's earning twenty thousand k a year, yeah. She <laughs> Exactly. The fact that those that can't see like was being poured on a serious that. face. No, that that me off. Exactly. It was like her spirit She got the the shit. No, that's like, well, so, no, because that's extreme. What, what, why wow. is it extreme? Oh. No, I'm and saying the scenario is why extreme. I suppose that the longest of it is, it would seem that a woman might find it harder. Some women to submit to a person. So if she's earning 100K and he's earning 20K, <laughs> which, is, which is very possible, then for him to have the final say in that home, she might, she might struggle with it more than if he earned 100K and she earned 20K. You know what I'm saying? But, what's, what, but why is that? Because as a society, mm. we esteem money. So it's but do you like not think he that... who has the most... Sorry, go on. Sorry. So would a man struggle... If in that situation is, is earning that 100k yeah, and I think, they're earning I think most men for the same reason just to reiterate my point that I made on the last episode mm-hmm. it's because in society we link your finances to your, your leadership mm-hmm. and your worth and, and, your worth, worth, and, and whether you're able to be submitted to or not like, and, or you're and able that's to the same thing like, we were speaking it from the female perspective yeah. but men think the same thing if I make more money I'm more of a leader I'm more in control I'm able to provide Swap it around. If she's now, if she's making more money, now she's the leader. She's in control. She but, makes a decision. Yeah, but I'm saying this, but, no, but the thing is, more money, more like godly headship is not bought with money. So you earning more does not make you the leader of this home. Like it's not. I'm saying like it's not. It's not an auction. It's not like it's not. You know, the, the, the head of the. It's not that the, 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 um, the head of Christ is. Um, God and the head of uh, man is Christ. The head of the whole minister is who is yeah. Which is the, but because as a society we esteem, we esteem money, we place wealth um, significance in money to such a high degree. That's why it does become a problem, and it does become a problem for the man and the woman simply because we esteem it. And then would people would a girl even be willing to get with a guy if she earned a hundred k? Willing to get with a guy who earned um, twenty thousand a year? It's all well and good when we say all these things, but the realities of that is hard. Because sometimes, say if you're like, oh, you run out of money, and then let's say you guys don't have a joint account, so you have to now have to go and ask your wife, oh, babe, can I have, um, can I have two time? No, listen, and you have to go and ask your, you have to go and ask your. Your wife for money. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, <laughs> will find that situation hard. As, as well, I, I, I know, but I'm gonna woman. get to me. That's what I'm saying. I'm get, I'm gonna get to me. Anyone will find, you'll find it hard in that situation. Yeah. The second thing is for the for the woman. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Women were very emotional. We're we're emo, were emotional 
naturally we're, we're emotional about when we're feeling <clears throat> frustrated or whatever. So I, I've seen constantly a lot of like African African women or women that are there out there working so hard and then their man is like just chilled and then any little thing, even if their man is not doing nothing bad, any little thing, they'll be like, Oh, you don't do nothing for me. You don't you don't like I do all of this, I do all of that. And it's very easy. Like I've seen it a lot. As much as we were saying that oh um she should submit and stuff like that, sometimes it's very easy for a woman to just run her mouth in certain situations <laughs> is is reality so uh, for me I, I just i feel like it's not it's not ideal and it will require like both parties being very mature and that's just a level of maturity that I'm, i don't think i'm at yet but if in context of a marriage if yeah. you're both going in and you're like okay he earns 20 you earn 100 and you've had that discussion about fin- you know what you're going to do with your finances and you both are comfortable with the fact that he you will be contributing more then when it comes down to arguments in the house you can't be bringing that mm. up mm. you can't be bringing up oh but I'm the one that's contributing you discuss that when you enter yeah. no but I don't think they actually discuss it I don't think people actually have the discussion like this is how we're going to deal with it like I know that I earn more how many, I'm going to be providing the most how many times do you have a plan that you always stick to your plan or does yeah, it actually just play like, out like that? So my, my point I'm is saying emotions sometimes come to play. Sorry. Emotion comes into play and then things go left. It's not... I'm not saying this like it's okay. Mm. But I'm just saying that it's not an ideal situation. Yeah. But, yes, but I mean, what situation is ideal? I think like there's not... So, so even the... Problem, what's not ideal? Just so I understand. That, it's just 120k. There's... That is I don't think it's the amount. I think it's just the... the yeah, the, I don't the, think it's the amount. The disparity yeah. is very huge. I don't think... We're just talking, looking at the numbers of it. It's an extreme difference. I'm not, yeah, I'm not disputing that. But... It really and truly, the fact is, the fact still remains. The mm. reason why women struggle to submit to someone is because we equate the financial. The reason why guys are insecure is because we equate financial power. It doesn't matter. They're extreme. I don't think it matters. If both yeah. parties went in okay with that, generally okay, the disparity won't make a difference. Yeah, because you could still run out of money. If you earn 30k and I earn 20k, and the I same thing happens. run out of money. Like, it's... If you're 25k out of 20k, yeah, I can still run out of money and have to come to you. Like... But what I'm saying is, I don't even say both parties have to be mature about the situation it's all well and good for us to say this but who actually knows this playing out in reality and it's always that easy it's not that easy no, saying, the no, practicality of it nothing it's just it's not yeah, it's but, not but think, that but, easy no, but, but that's the so point, who yeah. who would by choice opt for uh, an, if you love someone my thing is it's not even about choice and opting up it's about career choice some careers intrinsically mm, earn more than others do you know what I'm saying it's not even about laziness there are some careers that I'm saying, like, if, what if, your, what if your husband's a missionary, they're not marrying right. a missionary, but anyway, there are oh, some okay. careers. I didn't say that I wouldn't, but I'm you know, circumstances you don't know. I could marry a missionary, it's not, yeah, missionaries get married, man. Okay, cool. Oh, gosh. Well, then if he's a missionary, but I'm saying is, even forget missionary, like, there's certain jobs, I'm saying, like, like, like someone who is in commercial law, for example, no doubt. will earn more than a teacher, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't mean one is lazier than the other. 100%. Yeah. So I'm saying, so you could have those huge disparities. Yeah. I think yeah. for me, in terms of the woman earning more, the man earning more, I think for me it comes down to a level of complacency. So if I'm earning more um, and because you're earning less, you feel like, oh, I can just chill and not mm. do as much because my wife is... When you say do as much, can I just ask, what do you mean do as much? What do you mean by do as much? Um, so... Or in complacency in what sense? complacency in the home so they may not feel like they need to 
like for me I feel like it should be equal in terms of what everyone's doing in the household yeah. so if he feels like I can be more complacent because you know I'm not earning as much or she's bringing home bringing home more money Probably. then I would have an issue with that but mm-hmm. if you are like I said different jobs and things like that if you are um, passionate about your role it just so happens that the field that I'm in earns more money then as long as you're you know still driven yeah that's I it. can be okay with it yeah it's true I've had this discussion before but but I think we need to be honest the fact that not all women but a lot of women like men with money Mm -hmm. and a lot of men know that and a man knows the more money I have the more chances and girls I can get so if girls are drawn to money and money's and 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 it's it's not money it's stability women are not drawn to money it's like oh this guy will take you know he'll Take care of me. Yeah, that sounds nice. Table ha- Excuse no, me. No, no, no. I would say when when money was my when money was my driver, it was more power, not so much of. It was more power, not so much of. Like, like back in the day, I don't know. It's more so, uh, you're like you're you're going after your dreams, like you're driven, you're rated, like I'm feeling what you're doing, and um, it's like it comes guys that are that are very money driven comes with a certain level of confidence, like source. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I'm not. So I think for me, that's what I was more drawn to. That was like my focus. That it's you, still related to you, money in a lot of sense because yeah, we, we still see power in terms of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I'm that, saying is women are not looking at that and thinking, right, he's going to give me stability. A drug dealer is not going to give you stability. <laughs> <laughs> Do you but, know what I mean? But when you see the Rolex, you're still yeah. So because you see that power, because you see that power and they've got source and they've got confidence. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, this kind of taking it away a little bit, but I think when I said it, there was a lot of buzz. But so I do think, yes, the hundred, the disparity thing is an equation. And I think I've spoken already about like it's a problem for both parties. Mm-hmm. But I do, and you guys spoke about this on the point, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. You said, "Oh, no one should marry for love," right? <laughs> and that was an interesting point. That was an interesting point because. <laughs> We think about love like a feeling, right? Yeah. So we think about love, as, and I do not believe love is a feeling. I don't mm. think any part of that love Wait, is a feeling. Just, just, just to clarify, I said it was me, oh, and I said you shouldn't marry just based on love alone. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. same, same, same thing, but... No, it's, it's not the same, same thing. thing. The reason why marriage situ- marriages last is because people make a decision to love their partner and honour their commitment. So I think that decision to love is greater than any other thing. And that's what I was trying to bring back to your point about, oh, not marrying for love. I understand your general point. I understand the general gist. It's not this just romantic feeling that you marry for. But I do think your your marriage is based on your decision to love your partner, regardless of ideal or not ideal. Even if, if, if you do think the situation is ideal, I do think it's, it's not based on ideal. Because you gave good examples of why, oh, that could not be an ideal situation. I can give you plenty more. Even when the man earns 120K, why that situation could be not ideal. So it, it becomes less about whether it's a perfect scenario and more about, okay, have I made a decision to love this person regardless, what, regardless of financial issues, regardless of this, regardless of that. That's why I say love is the most important thing. Can I throw a question out to you guys? Have you ever dated somebody who has earned more than you? Yes. How, if so, how did, how did you... Was, how did it make you... How did it make you... No, I just want to know if it yeah. doesn't, then that's fine. It seems to be more of an issue for them because apparently they want... They said, I want my husband to earn much more than me. So more of an issue mm-hmm. for them, mm-hmm. but for me. But I think even speaking to what you're saying, I think 
it's not just simply a matter of how we view money. It's also a matter of how we view women. Because yeah, a lot of people would not bat an eyelid if a man earned 100,000K and his wife earned 20K. Of course, yeah. This people, is true. People would not be batting eyelid. And the notion of her pulling her weight would not be raised. Mm-hmm. 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 Not generally speaking. She could not have a job yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a career. And that will still not be frowned upon. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, so, so it does really speak to how we view yeah. women. Yeah. And so, and so what, what women being able to go to work and earn money, what that is challenging is some of the views we have of women in general. So I guess there's a few issues. One, our unhealthy relationship with money. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our unhealthy view of women. Yeah. Because generally in societies, women are viewed as lesser. You have in, in, in Korea, China, where um, baby girls are thrown in the bin. Like, do you know what I'm saying? W- women have, have, are still fighting a very big struggle. Mm-hmm. And so when women are not able to earn that, that kind of um, money and are, are able to have the same um, rights and opportunities as men, you know what, I'm saying? what that does is it, it brings into question some of the things that we thought was okay, but actually it was never okay. But women were too powerless to really fight against it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, for example, in 1920, if I had said being the head of the home means what I say goes, there'll be no argument. Mm. It's an argument now. It was always wrong. Mm. Why, why can women mm. fight against it now? Because you don't have to put up with it. Because y- y- I am not your lifeline. Mm. So, <clears throat> I was going to speak of change it completely. Sorry, go on. Um, and just throw, not money related, but even mm. just how women are perceived to have to be, you know, very feminine and very, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. just, you know, like, um, how about, how how does that make us feel? Like, you know, for example, you know, carrying bags or carrying our luggage, like, oh, yeah, a man should be the person to be doing that or, you know, just small things mm-hmm. that I feel comfortable to carry my luggage, but mm-hmm. I will, pre- I, not pretend, but I'll make it seem like, oh, <laughs> oh you'll pretend, you'll pretend. I feel okay, yeah, <laughs> you know. With the with the bottles, mm. I can't open. But so you think that's a problem? I feel like yeah. I feel like I feel like why should a woman feel that she has to be less than be you know? Is that I think so? I'll, I'll just jump in on that. I think that again, when we speak about these things, there's always an undercurrent. Like there's always an issue that needs to yeah. be brought to the surface. And I think um, regarding that, I think that because of the nature of the world we live in, right? We live in a very a, a fallen world essentially, and what that fallen world has allowed us, what has, has allowed to happen is the way that we see aspects of leadership or roles within a marriage are skewed because of that and i'll give you so i'll give you an example so generally speaking at the beginning we were speaking about men being protectors and men being providers Mm -hmm. generally speaking and that is very true you know that's what we're called to be even that the biblical standard we are supposed to be people who who protect and provide um, for our families and for communities. But because of the nature of human beings, what we've done is we've minimised those things to mean very specific things and nothing outside of our limited definition fits within that context. So, for instance, a protector, generally speaking, would be someone who is strong, physically strong and able to fight. Do you know what I mean? But really, it's the heart of what um, a protector is as opposed to their actual physical attributes. We, mm. we, what we do is we kind of, um, what's the word? Well, we, we kind of have a lesser definition of these things. I guess for a provider, what we're all talking about, a provider is someone who has money. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And if you don't have money, you're not a provider. 
Well, no. What a provider should be is someone who is willing to do go above and beyond and do whatever is necessary mm -hmm. to make provision for his family. It's not dependent on exactly how much money he earns, but the heart and the intention behind keyword what he does. Above and beyond. Huh? Above and beyond. That was a keyword for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, I think, yeah, they, they need to go, they need to have that aspiration to, to provide for their family. Um, and it's not dependent on um, how much money they earn or relatively how much money they earn compared to their wife, but the heart behind. And I think that's why we have all of these issues. That's why we have contention. Add to the fact that, like I said, men historically have abused their position within society and treated women as lesser. So therefore, um, it's led us to all defined um, status and independence and leadership in a very narrow scope. Women aspire to that definition. And then now we have, you know, everybody just does their own thing and we're batting them like this, clashing all the time. Where if we go back to what the Bible says about these things, we find that it's a lot more harmonious than um, we make it to be. So for us man in the works, do you think that a man <laughs> that is at home and the woman is working, do you think it's <laughs> biblical? He doesn't want to work, oh, so he's staying at home. Good... Do you think that that's biblical? Well, I, I don't I think don't it's know. not biblical. Okay. Um, I don't think the Bible doesn't give those kind of specificities on what the home should look like. I think, I think that's part of the problem is we want models. Mm. And a lot of the models are outdated. Some of the things that we call godly or but are we called to work? Hmm? Are we called to work? Yeah, but I'm saying this, it depends what he's at home doing. So is he okay. at home looking after the children? I'm okay. saying. Or yeah, yeah. because there's women who are not good for example, like my friend was on maternity <laughs> leave. Yeah, my friend was on maternity leave. I remember I went to the house to visit them. Bruh, like I left I was there for four hours and I was tired. She's not working in a job, but it's a job. Like mm -hmm. those kids are a full time job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm saying so. It depends on what work is happening. What if they don't have kids? Hmm? What if they don't have kids? What I'm saying is, I think every home and, and couple needs to decide what works for them. I think a lot of the roles that traditionally you say, you know, are a man's role or a woman's role, a lot of it came out of what the society was like at the time. And so I don't think it's all, always transferable. But I think it depends on the reasons for that family. Sorry, do, personally, do you not think that the Bible points to when we're talking about like? So, I guess what we all kind of agree on is that, or it seemed to, I might be making an assertion, but we generally believe that men and women are different. They are equal, but their roles are generally different. Like, well, in terms of responsibility, in terms of what the Bible says. I don't know that. You don't know that. No. But, so my question was going to be to you, do you not feel that, um, particularly I'm thinking of like passages in, in the Bible, like uh, Titus 2, or, for instance, um, what's that actually? A by provider. Well, no, where it talks about um, the responsibilities of, of married women um, and their roles in the home. That it, and even Proverbs thirty-one, for instance, that the 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 someone who I guess, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it essentially alludes to a woman who is um, responsible, or a primary responsibility is that of what? running a home. Well, I think Proverbs thirty-one is 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 highlighting a particular exemplary woman. Now there might be another exemplary woman who has other characters. I'm saying that's about, but that's the picture that we're giving. No, 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 because we have to separate when the Bible is being descriptive and prescriptive. How would you define that? So, for example, if the Bible is there's a difference between the Bible describing an event, yeah, telling us what is happening in an event, and then telling us what to do. Those are two very different. So, so descriptive and prescriptive are two very separate things in the Bible. Yeah, there's a difference between getting stuff to apply and having to apply. You understand? So I can, I mean, you can look at stuff and you can tell oh, that's helpful for me. 
Okay. But then there are things that me and you cannot choose whether we do it or not. Yeah. We have okay. to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prescriptive okay. and descriptive. Okay. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I'm saying is, I don't see it clearly laid out mm. that for women, A, B, and C, and for men, A, B, and C. In that do you way. not agree that there's a... I'm, I'm, I'm saying, if I, you do, please. Just it, as I said, someone like... Um, Ephesians, I can't remember mm. Ephesians five, but it's uh, the man being the the, the leader. The man should be his life. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the the, the man. The sorry. Yeah. So, so that I don't get confused. Yeah. But the the man is is the head of the household, mm-hmm. just as Christ is the head of the church. So Christ, I see Christ as he provides for me, he protects me. When I go to God, I pray to him about something, mm-hmm. he can give it to me. So I equate that to the 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 man provides. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying that. In the um, in 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 the context of if the guy is at home, this is a very a genuine question to be honest. If the guy is at home, mm-hmm. right, and he's not working mm-hmm. by choice, mm-hmm. right, how does that look like in terms of him providing? It depends on what it depends on what provision is required. It's like, no, I'm saying it, it depends. I'm saying this. Unless we're narrowing down provision to finances Finance, and resources, yeah. that, that provision could be spiritual, yeah. that could be emotional, yeah. mental, but too often we like to look at models and quite archaic models and fix it for everyone to live by. That's what I mean. So, guys, would you be. How do you, as a man, how do you fit into society as a modern day Christian man then? With all this female empowerment, do you think that you fit in still? Do you still mm-hmm. feel like you have a place? I'm all for women empowerment. You know what I'm saying? I just think women should really go for it, not pick and choose. Um, but I'm what all for you, mean? Um, you know <laughs> equality. But I don't want to pay on the first date. But that's we, but we, that's that's by the by. What I'm saying is Wait, I'm I don't all get for. It. Sorry, we, 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 we don't track. So good for it. You know what I'm saying? Women seem to be very selective in where they want equality. But what I'm saying is I'm all for women empowerment. I think you should go for it wholeheartedly. I just think for any man. But I say this for any man and any woman, pursue Jesus and seek to be concerned about the things that God God, God is concerned about and be, uh, and, yeah. second that. And be who God is making you to be in whatever context that you find yourself. And I think that is the key thing, man or woman. And I think that is what will forever be relevant in any and every society. Preacher, sir! Can I ask you? <laughs> do you feel like, this is just a question, do you feel like you are all for women empowerment? Sometimes they should leave it at the door. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. no, what do you mean leave no. it at the door? But, but, and leave what at the door? Um, so, <laughs> if you have someone that is very driven, very um, headstrong, very um, direct um, in certain areas of her life, loves spreadsheets, loves the spreadsheet, <laughs> do you feel <laughs> when they come through the door they should leave some of that out there? You know, I think, I think, man or woman, you should leave out there whatever is not conducive to, to a happy home. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, that's for men and women. But spreadsheet, <laughs> no. But her spreadsheet, she feels like her spreadsheet oh is, is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you find your spreadsheet is bringing contention Again. to your home, leave it out. I was, I would ask this question for the women. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel in a relationship, past or present, where you felt like you've had to suppress yourself a little bit? So as not to intimidate the man. Yeah. Yeah. Is that that on you or on the man? But what parts of me am I suppressing because I feel like it's intimidating the man? That's the real question. But but I think think that says, I think there's a few issues if that happens and it does happen. Yeah, it does. I think the issue is you should be, and I think 
too often, sometimes in a dating game, we like to hold ourselves back. I think people should be all of who they are, yeah, good or bad, and let's work it out. And if you find by being who you are, you understand, whether you're a headstrong or a spreadsheet, whatever, if that works out that you and this guy are not compatible, <laughs> do it now mm. rather than finding out in a marriage. I know a lot of females are very headstrong. I know a lot of females are, are very much like, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm... So I think that we're, we're here all talking about, okay... Um, you know, um, we should all come into the home like this, and we should we should all do. But it's, it's a struggle for a lot of people. Where if if you're a very headstrong woman, uh, a man that is not that quote unquote not on your level, or a man quote unquote on your level would you? I said quote unquote. I'm, I'm not, not saying it's, no, 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 is um would would maybe find you some you might find you difficult to manage or difficult to to be with but it's just that's how you are so Rosin, you know what's interesting though and this is not for everyone but i have seen sometimes where a very a woman is very headstrong with this guy mm-hmm. but the next guy she's very submissive mm-hmm. i know and i same agree girl, same girl i agree i think i can <laughs> even say that <laughs> Submissive to someone that has a lot more money than you. Oh, actually, that didn't even come no. into my head. That is it. No. What came that, into your head? That's not even I, that at all. Although, I think that even outside of men, I think there are times where you as a person have to hold back because you don't have to be opinionated in that situation. You don't need to be strong headed in that situation. It's just a generic, like, there's a time and place for an attitude and an opinion. Um, that's what I think anyway. So there are times whereby, yeah, you might suppress and say, well, right now my opinion doesn't really matter in this instance. Right now my friend doesn't need to hear my opinion. Mm-hmm. She just needs support or a hug or whatever it might be. So sometimes in your relationship, you might have to suppress aspects of yourself. In certain situations, for the sake of your relationship or in that moment, for that person. Because remember, a relationship is about selflessness. Mm-hmm. It's not all about you, you, you. It's about the other person. So sometimes you will need to make a sacrifice for that person or for your relationship so yeah. that's what i think I, i'm not gonna lie i echo what kenya says in yeah. that aspect i feel like it's just dependent on the situation it may not necessarily be a relationship um issue it's just life in general you need to know when to say something and sometimes when to mm. um hold back uh but in the case of in relationships have i held back before yeah i have um simply because i feel like some men can be threatened by it when you are very opinionated or you um, sometimes know the answer. And so, yeah, sometimes I have had to just but what, close it up. What, 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 brought, <laughs> I wonder, what brought you to that conclusion about him? That's what, or, did, or, is that, or is that something you assumed? Did you know? No, no, this is like previous situations. Wow. So it would be a situation okay. where, you know, something would come up and then I'd be like, oh, I'd say something, you'd be like, oh, no, let's go with, let's go with my way. Mm. And, and I just feel like this there. whole topic, um, I feel like the reason why there is like some disparity is because a lot, I feel like mm. when in my um, friendship groups, I have seen like a lot of women who feel like they have to hold back. Mm. Um, in order to gain that man which is why in the last episode we were talking about women that like to play wifey Mm. and say oh let me cook for you let me do this let me do that in order to gain the favour of a man Mm. what I'm saying is if you're going to do that be prepared to do that marriage don't don't think you can switch up you can can do humble humble (laughs) humble Alita and then become fiery Sasha (laughs) 
marry Sasha in the marriage because a man will leave, you know. That's different. That's different. You can't leave a marriage. A man will leave. Leave the marriage, innit? Please, but don't deceive. How many times do you hear that situation is this is not the same person I married? Because they go into it, yeah. Yeah. as one mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. and yeah, then as soon as they get locked down, then yeah. it's, then mommy water comes out. <laughs> I, I remember in my, um, one of my, uh, this one of my managers, yeah, um, for like a few years back, she fully, like, she was dating this guy. And every time that um, he came round, she will order she will order food and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and just to kind of you know um make you look like she cooked it and stuff like that and it's like wow. it's like but it doesn't think that it's hard for a woman like that because it's like she sees herself as this um career woman that has made it but obviously she can't cook or anything like that mm-hmm. so she has to now um find other means and ways to make up for those qualities because a guy might not necessarily look at her like just generally speaking because i'm not saying all guys Mm. would think that but a guy might look at her and think that she's not worthy because um she thinks it's all about being at work not so much in the kitchen you know so okay so now we're gonna add something extra to our special episode um, we're going to have um, a dilemma section. We have Ooh. had an email in and someone has sent us an email saying, Sis, I need your help. Yes. Okay. So the person says, Sis, I need your help. How hina, 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 do hina. I keep my mind pure when I'm so attracted to my partner? Hina, 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 hina. <laughs> this can go to the men and what? the women. Prayer, fasting, and repentance. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's true though. Like you prayer fasting <laughs> and, and repentance. Like you, you die daily. Die daily. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I think yeah. it's important that your partner, you and your partner, are aligned though about this. No mm, yeah. doing anything mm-hmm. and like. So if you guys are on the same page, at least you're not intentionally tempting. No, but even if you, I think you need to be honest about where you were and where you are. Um, in terms of that side of things so if that was a, a thing that maybe previously you enjoyed a lot you really really you know it was your bread and butter uh, <laughs> then, you, then you need to vocalize that with your partner because there are certain things or certain boundaries that you will need to lay down for you it may not have been a struggle previously to them it may have been a struggle so i think when you have that open and honest conversation and say listen uh you can't be holding my hand like that you can't be touching my neck you can't do certain things then I feel like that makes things a lot easier because people have different triggers. Yeah, um, I would say that I agree. So when you guys talk about boundaries and things of that nature, that is true. But I think the thing that probably will help the most is um, having a focused mindset in terms of your relationship. Um, like human beings generally, when you're focused and you have a goal, mm. your, ten- your tendency to look left or right yeah. Um, and be distracted um, is, is lessened so I think specifically when you're talking about like marriage um, and obviously you don't date people just to date them if you're mm. in, a, in a situation whereby you're just coasting mm. the likelihood is you don't, have a, you don't have a goal you don't have a okay like okay I need to get through this however long this is my trajectory that I'm thinking of you, there's not, nothing there so you're likely to be swayed left and right we're talking about like you know you're attracted to your partner things are probably going to happen so mm. I think that yeah ha- be focused um, have you know? Don't just date idly or date trivially. Um, just like actually have a have a have a mandate 
I would always mm. say, like, you know what I mean? Don't don't just be um lazy fair with it. Mm. Very good. Today's been an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is very different for us as well because we're used to four people and more girly chats. But it's the Christmas special. I know. We had to do it. So I hope you guys <laughs> loved it. But what, what, what are you guys' plans for Christmas? Foods. Yeah. Um, just getting around to my sisters, man. <laughs> Not working. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, well, obviously, because I work in the church, Christmas is, will be doing stuff. Oh. But just resting, isn't it? Resting is the main goal. Wow. You not go to church on Christmas? No. Christmas I used to, but not yeah. anymore. I, I, have to. I have to. Oh, that's I've never been. Do you have to be here? I'm never going to church. Unless it falls on a day of church. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Well, I'm going in Ghana. So if you're there, your white parties. Come and find me. That's what you guys are doing. White party, black party. Beach party. Come I, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I have no idea, but I already got my dress, so I'm ready. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on that note, Merry Christmas and thank you for locking in. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas!